Welcome to the Illinois Soy Podcast. Enjoy. Today I'm speaking with Terry Wiscala, a soil fertility specialist. And Terry, today we're focusing on the fertility needs of soybeans. So just to start out with, can you give us an overview of what the fertility needs of soybeans are? Soybean fertility uh, is a little bit uh, different than corn, in my opinion, and and even in in the agronomy handbook. Uh, You'll have to understand that my experience with fertility management programs is limited to southern and south central Illinois. Uh, I'm not outside that region into uh, southeast Missouri, southern Indiana, or, or farther parts north. But with, with soybean, they have a much higher potassium requirement uh, than corn. It's very, very similar to your, your clovers and your alfalfas. And, and as an example, I would say a 50-bushel soybean crop is, is going to utilize about the same amount of phosphorus fertilizer as a 100-bushel corn crop. But on the other side of that coin, that, that same soybean crop is going to use as much potassium fertilizer for that 50 bushel yield as a 220 bushel corn crop. So their demand for potassium is much greater and the the phosphate uh, somewhat less. I mean, because when we look at Southern Illinois and Central Illinois, we're we're looking at much higher corn yields than that 100 bushel in my example. Right, so quite some different needs than your average corn crop. Now, a stewardship mentality that's getting a lot of emphasis right now is the four R's of nutrient stewardship, and that is the right source, right rate, right time, right place. Why do you think it is important to apply this right rate, right time, right place, right source program to corn and bean acres separately? apply it separately the the corn requirement is is much higher for phosphorus and and i've been doing the independent consulting and soil sampling for over 20 years now and and typically what i see in southern illinois is is our phosphorus values can be all over the board but but for the most part they're they're adequate to uh, a lot of fields in excess of phosphorus and this being one of our our big water quality indicators with, with the new illinois nutrient loss reduction strategy, and the four R's are going to play into this very well. So if we do have, have these soils that test a little higher in phosphorus, we need to be soil sampling and, and, and paying closer attention to both our corn and our soybean crop to try and improve water quality because this is all voluntary right now and, and could lead to regulation one day like we see in other states. Very good point. And we've already covered some of the uh, main ways that soybeans and corn need to be fertilized separately. And something that goes along in that vein would be the pH of the soil. Would you like to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, the the pH requirements are are, are somewhat different for corn and soybean. Uh, The corn can yield very well at lower pHs. All of our grass crops can, corn, wheat, some of our pasture grasses, things like that, as compared to soybean, our clovers, and our legumes. So we need to have that higher pH. Uh, I would say in that range of 6.5 to, to 6.8 is pretty much ideal. Um, and, and we're not necessarily putting the, the limestone out there to raise the pH for the soybean crop. We are raising the soil pH for the rhizobium bacteria that infects the soybean root and supplies nitrogen their ideal pH is right around the pH of 7.0. 
and we don't have that association with corn, so, so we can get away with a lower pH on a corn crop. That's quite the distinction to make there, and of course we definitely want those microbes happy. Yes, and we need those microbes so we're not having to supply supplemental nitrogen to a soybean crop. I know there has been some research done with it, and we've seen mild increases in, in soybean yield to some pretty dramatic increases by applying nitrogen, but that's not going to be part of these water quality regulation programs one day. Now, when it comes to farmers wanting to step up their soybean fertility management, what advice would you have for them? As far as advice on stepping up a soil, soybean fertility management program, uh, I'm going to take out the, the soil fertility and just use management program because it goes way back to the planning considerations and, and a lot more than just fertility. We need to be looking at, at our, our seed sources and our quality genetics and we need to be looking at soybeans as a total management program from the, the weed, insect, and disease control or, or preventative fungicides if necessary. And, and we need to be very judicious uh, with these lower crop prices to do crop scouting and see if we need those additional inputs. But if we do want to step up a soybean fertility program, the, the best place to start is with a soil test and definitely monitor those potassium levels in the soils because typically speaking they are a lot lower than, than one might expect. And for farmers who are looking for more resources for information on managing their soybean fertility, where do you recommend they turn to? Well, there's a, you know, in, in today's electronic world there are, are, are a multitude of apps for the smartphone, the iPad, uh, for the, the old-fashioned guys like myself, we still turn to the internet and, and look up websites. Uh, some of the ones I use while I'm in southern Illinois, I use the, the Illinois Agronomy Handbook and some of the, the guidelines on the Extension website, but I also turn to the University of Kentucky. University of Arkansas and Louisiana State as far as their soybean uh, websites. They have very good websites at these extension facilities. Uh, other places to turn will, will be your, your local co-op. Uh, we talked about the four R's and, and I, t I was one in the, the first group that took the four R test last fall and, and passed luckily. It was a, a very formidable test. <laughs> but there were a number of, of cooperative personnel taking that test as well. You know, you're, your, your grow mark, your crop production services, independence, NRCS personnel. So there, there's a, a pretty much anybody involved in the agriculture industry should be able to point a producer in the right direction. All right, very good. Terry, is there anything else that you would like to touch on before we go here? I would like to uh, potentially dir you know direct people that actually listen to this while it is not necessarily all about soybean there is the nutrientstewardship.org website or i think maybe it's nutrientstewardship.com you can type either one in it takes you to the same site and there's a wealth of information on that website for corn and soybeans and, and talking about the four r's for for water quality and improved crop production and crop health all right excellent well thank you very much terry we certainly appreciate your time today again that was soil fertility specialist terry wiscala for more information on soybeans or the Illinois Soybean Association, you can visit ilsoy.org. This podcast was brought to you by the Illinois Soybean Checkoff. For more useful information about growing soybeans, visit ilsoyadvisor.com. That's ilsoyadvisor.com.